Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. And to the Best Dab podcast. Best Dab. Man, you know, we hear those chips from a mile away. <laughs> chips, ladies and gentlemen, the sound of chips. Chips crunching, crackling. Yeah. All right. Cool. What's going on? What's uh, that hasn't what's, been mentioned already? What's, uh, <laughs> or maybe that has. Well, I guess. You know, it's like, it's like uh, people come back from like winter break or something, or they come back, you know, from Christmas, and then like that next week back, they're like, "Oh, how's your Christmas? How's your winter break?" And then it's like, oh, I did all these fucking amazing things. All these things happen. All this sad shit happened, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, like, then it's, like, comes, like, March. And people are like, oh, I don't, like, I don't give a fuck what I did in, like, winter. All I cared right. about what is what I did in spring break or something. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah. that, and then, like, whatever happened in winter break or spring, whatever happened in winter break doesn't affect you anymore because it's over and you're over it. And you're over it. And then now, whatever's happened in spring break, you're like, oh shit, like, this is the new wave or the new mm-hmm. potential. Or that could be said about any, any really, it doesn't have to be a holiday time off. It could just really be, I think how you spend your time off dictates how your week is going to go. Hmm. Okay. How your week is going to go. Yeah, how your upcoming forward week is going to go. Because if you just, if you're, if you're just fucking so productive on the weekend, mm-hmm. where, you, where your time when your time time off is on the weekend, then you set yourself up for success during the week uh, the weekdays. Yeah. But if you just fucking do a whole bunch of drugs and just get pissed face drunk, then you're not really gonna be benefiting from yourself in the weekday in the weekdays. Yeah, you can get into a bad flow. Exactly. Always want to be in a state of good flow. A state of good flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, BezTab podcast is a little out for a while. I know uh, BezTab wanted to, you know, get get this kind of new wave going, report of the week thing going, but, you know, BezTab couldn't do it. So I'm mm. um, going to have to check with... Uh, best tab and see what's going on with that i don't know why i keep referring myself in the third person as best tab <laughs> could be i'm just high <laughs> yeah well maybe you haven't done something that you wanted to do but um there are a lot of things you have done since um you pitched the idea for some kind of a check-in podcast right the the check-in podcast i really feel like that is a good is a good thing. So, well, I do have a question though. What was it that other domies have been saying that they want to? Well, I know a lot of people are interested in vlogging, and I've just recently heard it. This could be something that's been going on for a while that I didn't know about, but um, someone came to me asking if I wanted to be a part of a vlog, and then they mentioned that a lot of other people um, in the domes were interested in starting something some kind of a multimedia YouTube <laughs> project. And um, I, don't, I don't know that anyone was clear on uh, what the goals were, anything like that, but I know one example that was thrown out there was something that uh, you were interested in and you've done, which is the Transfer Student Experience podcast. And um, Someone actually had that idea? Yeah, someone had the idea of doing something, and I said, well, do you have any idea of what you might want to talk about? And they said, yeah, transfer student experiences. And and I, said, you, I, I said, I don't want to do that, but I know at least one person who wants to do that. So, um, <laughs> Who was it? Who was the one person no, who, who wanted to do it? Yeah, or no. Was who, you. Was no, the, who's, you the other the other? Person, who's the other person who wanted to do that, though? Uh, to, oh, the person who pitched it to me? Yeah. I don't want to name any names Wait, right but why, now. But, but why? Because, <laughs> because I, I said you should contact him I, if you want. I, oh, and, then I, and I also named other people who this person should contact. Oh, so it's like yeah. a, we have to talk about it after the mics go off? Well, I don't want to... 
Because how, how do I get in contact with these people? If they they all have to get me? in contact with you. Oh, I can yeah, get in yeah, contact yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. I see. Well, the thing is, you Whatever don't that. have to get in contact with them. I mean, I probably, you, so for the ideas that you had, you already know who you could get in contact with. That is true. To bring those ideas, uh, you know. So, anyhow. Yeah. You know, it's funny, man. <laughs> you know, when you first come into the domes, you're just like, yeah, like... I'm going to turn this place up uh, upside down. Yeah. Well, you definitely <laughs> had that attitude. You were the poster boy for that attitude. Yeah. You know, which I think could have worked, but it's all about the people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you have to get a, before you do that, it's like, you have to get a group consensus to really do it. So like, don't get your hopes up pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's it's to me it's very similar to red tape in any area, any industry. Anything where you have to go artificially slow because the number of steps that have to be taken is just ramped through the roof. Right, right, right. Yeah, just you have to take so many steps that it's it's going to be way slower than just doing the thing. Right. But there's good reason for that. definitely yeah but so here's something to talk about and so i want to try to talk about stuff that people could be like oh okay yeah that's fucking interesting like i didn't know that like yeah but you know like fun fact like i'm interested to see what you think other people find interesting yeah so what i think other people find interesting i guess it's like what i find more common between people and, and stuff like that too is just Everyone here at, like, I just feel like almost everyone at UC Davis, like, the masses, it's, like, they. I, I feel like they're all, like, the same type of people in a way. Like, they do the fucking same exact, like, oh, <laughs> this thing. It's, like, this routine, but it's, like, this, like, no life routine almost in a way. Hmm. It's, like, the school is the life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the, it's just the going to the D.C. or going and then, like, or like just going to West Village and then ordering Domino's and then just studying all day and then like repeating the same thing. And then, you know, yeah. it's like, it's fucking pathetic. It's just, <laughs> path- it's just, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, but it, it really bothers me. And it's mm. something that I see a lot. Yeah. And it's, it just builds up this type of like atmosphere where it's like, like the only way it's like the only free time that you finally do have is like then okay like maybe i'll like party and just like fucking drink a little but you don't end up drinking a little you end up drinking a lot yeah and it's and it's stuff and i'm guilty of all this too by the way i'm guilty of all this too and even worse than um studying all day and partying is studying all day and netflixing (laughs) (laughs) it's possible to be very isolated and have all of your kind of psychological needs partially met or met to an ex- met enough so that you don't really worry about them. Right, in right, reality, right. You might be missing out on skill building, socializing. Here's the thing: Whatever. would people, would people, do you think people would be more successful if they were more isolated and had everything they needed to be the best version of themselves? But they were like more, not. It's like they, they can like when they come to school. Obviously, they're they're around. But like, let's say you so like li- would living in winters and biking every day to school make you a better person at the end of the week mm. you know well, what i mean I, and, yeah. and if you and and when i say like in that sense like the amount of effort it takes for you to come to school and you like if you do it you have a if you have a road bike that's great mm-hmm. but you just it's like routine it's like you have to work for like right before you fucking sit down in class you just bike 12 miles right so your brain is working and you're feeling good and then you know, I I feel like that provides some sort of therapy. Yeah. And almost reminder where it's like, okay, I don't have time to be lazy. Well, it definitely could for some people, but for other people, it would not be therapeutic. And that's true for any activity. But I, well, yeah. I think one thing that's interesting about your thought experiment is that uh, if everyone has their their needs met. No, yeah. If for, it could be anything. I think, I think yes, to, if they did, but... I would also have to add in that having your needs met or have someone having their needs met might include that 
the fact that they're not isolated, the fact that they are in a community some period of the time that they feel like they're a part of a larger group, they their life you know has some grand purpose. Um, these things might be needs um, for the human psyche. So, oh, there are definitely needs. There, so yeah, so yeah. the isolation wouldn't be complete isolation if all the needs were met. I suspect for everyone, but. If you just start from the needs being met and say some of the time it's isolate, they're isolated, then I would say yes. I think people would be more successful. And also, but you have to consider are people like mature enough to be in a social setting too, because like some people will just let the social setting take them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's very hard to resist that. You know, yeah. that's basically what I had to do today. I had to resist a social setting because. I knew that if I went, then where, where? to the, to just the to camping, be clear. yeah, yeah, I was so, yeah, just to be clear, you know, like today I, w- I was going to go camping, but I canceled last minute. So, you know, yeah, I disappointed a friend. It sucks. But at the end of the day, like, I just got to make sure the space that I'm in is like very non-influential. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to be in control of whatever what's f- influencing you as much as possible. Exactly. You want to have some say in it. You don't want it to be so off the rails that what you want you can't really be a part of the cycle. <laughs> exactly. It's like, would you send an alcoholic to, like, you know, the bar? It's right. like, oh, just hang out with the friends. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, it's no, like, that's I'm not too trying dangerous. to go. Like, yeah. Well, and if they're trying to be sober, it's too dangerous. Be, I mean, <laughs> you know, there was going to be shrooms there. And then, like, I just, you know, Aaliyah said she did it, she was going to do it. And then she said she wasn't going to do it. And then I'm like, I don't know. It's just that whole, like, that kind of sets up that vibe where it's like, I don't want to have to, like, say no to this, 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 this. That sounds super fucking fun. Yeah. When I gotta go, and I'm just like not gonna be able to think and study. It's like I'm barely gonna study, and like yeah. it's just like I don't know. I don't feel good. I don't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing personal, and that's where you know you have the the last minute decisions. But fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I, I, think I made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, it's probably better to avoid the environment altogether than join the festivities. At least, and then start setting up boundaries and barriers while you're there. Exactly. While everyone else is partaking in whatever. Yeah, you don't want to go there and then only go 40% when you're there. Exactly. That's going to exactly. be a bad experience all the way around. <laughs> it's probably not even going to be fun for your friends who want you to be there. Exactly. you're not going to be 40%. fully engaged. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, geez. So, gee, so okay, so you've been doing some podcasts around here with people. I'm interested to to hear to know what other people in these domes like like how do they talk about this po- how do they talk about the podcast? What do they talk in the podcast? Is this, yeah. is it actually not too many domies. I've I realized a couple of days ago how? that I've been avoiding the domies. Mm. But and, but not completely. So I invited some people over the summer, and uh, I've followed up with them once or twice, but I haven't been pushing them to like, hey, we need to do this. This is important to, that it gets done soon. And honestly, I don't like approaching it with that attitude anyway. This is like, honestly, this is the best case scenario, which is the kind of lazily deciding, okay, I feel like there's something to say. Let's record something. Let's relax. Let's hang out. And then... There's not any pressure for toward perfection. There's not any judgment. There's not any, you know, three hours ago, this wasn't a part of my daily plan. But now I'm glad that it's it's happening and I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, it's got to be it's got to stay loose, basically, in order to work the way that I want it to work. And, um, you know, I've in general thought. Because I know I, I spoke to you about this during the summer. This is my first quarter in Davis. And I generally thought like, hey, this is a new opportunity. Because my network is really going to be my podcast. And it's that simple. A lot of people wonder about scheduling or figuring out um, how you can select specific guests. And it's very simple. I just decided early on the people that I'm around. That's who I already talked to, and I'm going to, in some sense, just document my normal life. Um, 
But then when the, the school year started, first it was more of like I was finishing up the math paper stuff. And then the next phase was more of uh, like kind of getting into partying. Yeah. And then the, the phase I'm in now is very much like embracing partying. <laughs> but then okay. I'm done with the math paper. So that's not a part of my life anymore. Plus... Um, the academic stuff, I'm at the point now where I'm almost done with all my second midterm. So we're going into final soon. So I, I, I finally kind of have an understanding of the academics of Davis and a little bit of an understanding of like who I am as a student, how much time it, it's going to take for me to become the exact version of a student that I'd like to be. And then within that, my partying habits and... I have a, my network's grown just a little bit, plus all the dome stuff. I mean, that's that was really the second phase was the math paper stuff, the dome stuff, then the partying, and then now, which yeah. is kind of the beginning of me becoming a student. So, um, all that being said, the podcast has kind of stagnated in a sense because, um, I haven't been aggressively moving forward in this direction. I've said everything. By the time the school year started, everything audio-wise was already figured out. There was one extra thing which was changing the microphones, but there's it, you can't even tell. Um, so there hasn't been any aggressive thinking about the podcast. But um, now, it seems like through partying, I've extended my network a little bit. But I like to do it directly through podcasts in the next quarter. So I haven't put in a great effort of like recruiting people because I've been dealing with other bullshit, the dumb stuff, school stuff. Um, in general, just getting adjusted to Davis and figure and thinking. Yeah, right. But but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean now as kind of like a budding student, I do spend time thinking: How exactly do I want to extend my network? And to me, that's the more interesting question. Is outside of podcasting, what's my general strategy, and what have I tried, and what fails, and whatever the fuck. So yeah, and um, I don't really have much uh, understanding of how research works at the university, but I think that's one way that I'll extend my network, is uh, speaking with grad students, professors, things like that. Um, another thing is I don't really uh, do study groups in any of my classes, so that would vastly extend my network and some percentage of these people I might yeah. become friends with. Um, I don't do any like uh, intramural sports. I don't play basketball on the weekends. I don't play soccer um, yet. But if I were engaged in more team-related things, that would increase my, my network, whatever. So, I mean, the first things first, I, I actually am kind of on the downside <laughs> to bring it back to the, the typical Davis student. I'm actually headed more toward being a boring student than anything else right now. <laughs> and... <laughs> I think the interesting thing about it is not so much that you're enjoying the moment, but that you're enduring something. And I think that actually resonates really well with triathlon, where huh. it can be more of like, okay, you could argue that running is, is, is a boring thing or biking is a boring thing, but it might be that you're you're feeling resistance and you're going against it and you're noticing that that muscle is being is 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 getting stronger over time and that might be the fun thing so i can see that with grades very easily maybe the first test you get a c the second test you get a b and the last you get an a and there was long periods of drudgery you know in between but since you know what each of the scores were and you see your your own improvement maybe that's where the joy is is the the dopamine hit or whatever it might be at the end of coming up and getting the a coming from the c Maybe it's good enough so that all of the rest of the work that led up to it is is still meaningful and fulfilling, even though it seems boring. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's such a there's a beauty to being a student, man. It's just so beautiful being able to open the textbooks and really just learn and just like uh, be be a part of that of that system that can can do it. Um, and when I say system, I mean like systematic oppression. <laughs> No, like, uh, <laughs> I see when I said that word system, I knew someone. So you're with the, the system, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, didn't see, you used to live in West Village? <laughs> 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 see, uh, 
but that's what I'm saying, man. Like I'm all domed out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm domed, domed, domed in, and then domed out. You know what I'm saying? Tuned in, tuned out. Yeah. So I press myself like that, you know. I, I call out myself like, I'm just high. Just what the fuck system means? Just pull. Up. I could just, I could have just used, you know, part of that culture too. I could have just said culture and said, Isn't, okay. Anyways, well, you can really get burnt out, not from the dome specifically, but in general when you're uh, trying to adapt to a new way of living, but. I, like because this is what I experience, and this is something where I feel like I I have a lot of experience in this area. But if if you're in a new environment and uh, like at the beginning you're completely an outsider, right? So you have all your old habits, whatever your old uh, things are. But but then when then eventually you're like oh you're like one of the new people who knows a little something. And then eventually you kind of are like, oh, okay, you can hang with the people who are really from there. And then it gets to the point where it's like, if somebody new comes into the environment and they see you and they see how you behave and your mannerisms and whatnot, they might make the mistake of thinking you're a native, right? Um, But one problem with it that I think it's hard to picture if you aren't going through it or haven't gone through it is there's a strong pull to go back to the old habits at several points. And it's like it's never really over. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like you can you and and it, you know, to again, this doesn't this isn't specific to the domes or this isn't unique to the domes, but it's something that I imagine you might have gone through at least a couple of times where you're like, "Wait a minute, I like who I'm becoming. <laughs> I like where I'm going, but at the same time, I like aspects of who I was." Before this, that are I realize are being you know not really appreciated or attacked or whatever, and I want to retain some of the stuff that maybe in this new environment it's not considered good, but in general I think it is good. I don't want to completely become a new person. I just want to have an, enough of the new characteristics so that I can survive, so that I can make sense in this new environment, you know. And I think that there's. There might not be a respect for that pull in the opposite direction that like if someone really is training and adapting, you got to give them space to kind of oscillate, you know, go back and forth from wherever they want to go or wherever they're coming from to wherever they want to go. Don't be too freaked out if they go a little backwards for a second and then go forward a little bit more can I think, and then backwards for a second and then forward even a more. perfect example? Yeah. And you know how you say, like, I don't say his name, whatever, fucking, I don't say Yeah, I usually names. don't go for names. I mean, <laughs> let's just, I'll, I'll say that too, all right? <laughs> all right? I won't say their name. Thank their you. Their name. Thank you. And that's not his, theirs pronouns. So when I say their, their name, I'm trying to actually not say their pronouns, the real pronouns. Yeah, I understand. You're using it as a mask rather than saying this is their but I, pronoun. But I, I actually it. have to say that because they actually could be a there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> the whole they there thing with the multiple people versus one person. Yes. Anyways, so they they were here, and then I everyone else the, the everyone was at the dinner here. You you were at the dinner. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it was a really good dinner. Mm. It was yeah, honestly, it was, bro. It was yeah. like the best food dinner I've had at a dome's dinner. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> it was the best. Yeah, like there was just so much food. Yeah, and so much different types of food, mm-hmm. quantity of it. And then so compared to like the day before, remember with the fucking tea yeah. soup? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I honestly like, thought that was a normal dish, so I ended up <laughs> just eating orange peels. And the worst part is, I I was uh, somebody tricked me into using a bowl more often, but that was the last day. But since I had a bowl, everything mixed together, so I couldn't even separate it out. Like I had one orange peel, and I'm like, oh no. Now that means randomly in each bite, there's some chance I'm going to eat an orange peel for the rest of this bowl. And there's food in there that I actually wanted to eat, but now it's mixed in with orange peels. Okay, yeah, see that's that's <laughs> fucked up right there. But anyways, this was hella good. So I had I had made some crispy vegan tacos, and then I'm all like, um, 
inspired i was like yeah it's from taco bell inspired by taco bell you know because yeah. it's like it talk because of the it, potatoes taco and bell make a vegan a really good vegan crispy crispy vegan taco yeah and almost like very similar to the way i would make it too so and mine was fucking gourmet and shit mine was real vegan like so, so <laughs> they said a uh, they said um they were like they made a comment right there and they're like they're like, uh, oh, you shouldn't say that term. I'm like, what, Taco Bell? They're like, uh, yeah, it's capitalistic. It's uh, And then something, blah, 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 I don't really remember, but they said like something they don't care about your sentimental values, feelings, and stuff. And then like later when they left, everyone else here, like especially a lot of the girls who are my friends, they're like, Bez, who, that person who made that comment was super insensitive. Everyone started like talking about it. Yeah, and it was and and you know the sad thing was is that that person was a domi. Yeah, who did it? Well, and the, it's like, yeah. and I already talked to that person before, so you know, I'm gonna have to talk to them again. That's all I could do is just keep on talking. Well, yeah, the the that's one of those things that can come up um, pretty often. Where there's a community of people, there's a community of people that actually do have good beliefs, but they end up justifying them for bad reasons. And they're, they're like, you can get in this cycle where it's okay to make bad arguments because everyone else just makes bad arguments. And you'd never have to defend them because it's just considered a, a fact or a normal thing to say, when in reality, it might not really make that much sense. So uh, I think... The claim that something is bad because it, in some way, is is connected to capitalism. I think you need to defend the claim. I'm not sure that that's always the case. I'm sure there are counter There's there must be counter arguments that would convince someone who makes such statements that it's not universally true, right? But if you're in the community where everyone makes statements like that, hey, if this is at all connected to capitalism, it's bad and no one ever justifies the claim, then you might feel that when you're in front of anyone and you make a statement like that and don't justify it, that it's going to be accepted. Dude, this person doesn't fucking realize that these are the same motherfuckers who are going to get to talk about themselves. And it's like, when you're saying that, you're also fucking, like, talking shit on people who who are just as big of an activist as you are going to talk about. Would you say, like, would they say it then in front of those people? No, they wouldn't. Yeah. That's the part that I get fucking annoyed. Yeah, that's, yeah, I see it's what like, you mean. It's like when, once I'm in a place where a lot of people don't aren't, aren't really, like, unaware, you know? Yeah. So by, you're saying by dismissing Taco Bell, you're also dismissing the people who shop there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by saying this is so evil that anyone connected to it is bad, you're saying the people who just bought the Taco Bell are bad. Yes. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I guess that's, I wouldn't have thought of that either. I mean, for me, obviously, I'm going more for like the clarity of the argument thing, but that's also true. If it's there and someone just brought it and it's a communal thing, then you should consider, hey, maybe I don't want to diss someone who just brought food or... You exactly. Know, not even necessarily brought food, but eats at a place that I don't like. And I don't like for what I would say are bad reasons. Now, for example... I'm, if, I mean, I'm sure there if, are good reasons if, to if not someone, like Taco Bell. If someone, like, brought Chick-fil-A over... Okay, I could see there in that, in that like, where someone... That might be a little insensitive to do. You know what I'm saying? That could really offend someone. Well, it's more of a... Um, political topic right chick-fil-a in particular but it's, it's kind of like saying almost like it's like it would what if like i i, I just wore like a uh make america great again red hat and yeah. i wore it to a dome center yeah you think that would offend people probably would yeah it would so someone might cry if you did that. so like it might be triggering for someone you know so if i brought food that said make america great again rappers on chick-fil-a on it you know what i'm saying wouldn't that kind of be the same thing as if I just like brought Chick Fil A, but mm. without the words? 
Uh, well, the, but I, the concepts attached to it. Some things the, would definitely be the same. I I would consider it the same. However, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people wouldn't consider it the same. But yeah, that, I mean, it's adding an extra layer. Yeah, and, and so it's like so Taco Bell is not on that fucking chopping chopping list, bro. It's just that's. <laughs> yeah, people don't recognize Taco Bell as a specific, uh, or at least not that I know of. This I could be very wrong, but as 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 particularly capitalistic amongst all the other fast food restaurants. If that's the argument that they're capitalistic, fine. Are they more than any other fast food restaurant or any other restaurant in their ca- or spot in that category? If not, then. Uh, I don't know. Either way, it's kind of weird to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. It's just it's weird, but I could see how it could also be insensitive. And if this is someone who's supposed to be defending the sensitive, they should be more cautious. I mean, you know, the fucked up thing is, is that that person knows that my dad died. That person knows that my, I, I fucking love Taco Bell because of my dad. So, and it just, you know. But ta- Taco Bell actually is capitalistic. You should know this. <laughs> If, if you haven't already yeah heard. you know what else is capitalistic uc davis yeah exactly there you go so fuck it so i can tell so them fuck, fuck all you students <laughs> yeah you support this fucking bullshit yeah fuck you and fuck me too <laughs> yeah so so you know you can say anything you fucking want about anything oh you shop at ace then go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah ace is a corporation (laughs) it's very difficult to exist in this country without interacting oh you go to the you you go to the food co-op grocery store go fuck yourself yeah (laughs) even them (laughs) yeah i i mean and that's why it's pointless to even get involved because there's get involved with the arguments with people who are serious about it. I'll get involved with you to discuss, you know, the nature of this whole thing and how you <laughs> felt about it, an event in your life. But to actually talk about capitalism with somebody, to actually talk about corporations with somebody, it's only going to be interesting to me if they really know about corporate. If they're interested in learning about business and they have specific comments about the law, they have specific comments about the economy. Okay. But just general statements like this is a corporation, it's capitalistic, it's bad, isn't very interesting to me. Do you, okay, so do you think like, but I feel like uh, in this situation, you could actually like provide a lot of counter arguments. Yeah, but counter arguments wouldn't work. <laughs> All it would do was, so I, there's a, there's kind of like a culture of debate. <laughs> And uh, I can grab that for you if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. But right after it. So there's kind of like a culture of debate. That's my blueprint, um, which is basically that both people um, or of discussion, basically, that both people want the best ideas in their head at the end of the discussion. And both people come with their best guess and then they share it with the other person. And then they both take the best of, you know, both worlds, both yeah. worlds and then they leave with something better than what they came with. And uh, the unfortunate thing, though, is it doesn't work unless people want to get rid of bad ideas. Like they're desperately, the kind of, I, I used to call it the uh, Santa Claus problem, but you have to be infected with it for it to work. And I see a lot of people who are not, which is basically that if I was convinced of Santa Claus all these years and it was false, what else is in my head now that I will later find out is false? And if you haven't had this discussion with yourself, you're not going to interact with the rest of humanity in the same way as if you did have this discussion with yourself. If you know there's shitty stuff in your head now, it's not something that was just true then. It's something that will always be true, right? Unless you're really thinking about the world in this way, you're probably not going to get very far. You're probably not going to make it. I'm not going to really see you as a, you know as someone worth sharing the ideas with unless it's fun or it's a pocket of, you know, the knowledge base or whatever the fuck that you want to improve. And then in other pockets you don't. So again, when I hear about, you know, a lot of statements about capitalism or a lot of statements about justice in general, it's cool. But if I come to you and we both have ideas and we both share them, 
Are you going to reject your bad ones and take my good ones as I'm going to do with yours? And if the answer is no, it's really not going to be that enjoyable for either of us because I'm going to end up having to fight you to get rid of your shitty idea. I Like best case scenario, I show you one counter thing and you immediately get rid of it. But that's not going to happen. It's going to be an uphill battle for me. Right? And if you got something better than me, it's likely you already subscribe to this way of, of viewing um, like exchanges so that I don't have to worry about it. But yeah, if you're making basic beginner's mistakes right in front of me, uh, then it's kind of like, all right, let me just smile and wave and then get the fuck out of here. That's kind of how I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> because like, I'm like, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it is sometimes. I'm just like, dude, everyone else out here is just hella chill. There's like eight more people in the room. Like, we could do one less, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what's the intent? Is it to be funny? Is it to convince someone of something? Um, Is it to learn something? Either way, I don't have the the fucking capacity to figure (laughs) out. Yeah. But I actually, um, as much as I don't like being in the situation, I actually do, um, I do like it even when people are fucking up to see people trying to like, you know, push forward just a little bit, (laughs) just a little bit at a time. Like, okay. So let's say I honestly did believe that McDonald's was uh, super capitalistic to the point where I needed to shame my friends whenever they mention McDonald's, even if they're not eating it. Just if they mention the word that I needed to go into a shame. <laughs> mention the word. Fine. Okay. If I really <laughs> believe they're that fucking evil, if I really believe it's that that's a solution or that, that they're that evil or that it's going to somehow be satisfying or productive, then I should do that, right? I should shame them every chance that I get. But... What I'm interested is in is the next stage. Like, what happens when that idea changes? Do you do you really radically change your behavior so that you now start doing something else that you you think is more productive? Do you say, okay, honestly, that was the wrong approach. Now I know. I've spent five years shaming people about you know Jack in the Box, and now I realize that that's not very persuasive. So I'm going to go with a new approach, and I'm going to do this, this, and that. I'm going to just not buy as much Jack in the Box. I'll recommend healthier diets to my friends, but not necessarily mentioning any company. I'll, you know, join some campaign, and then I'll do that, and whatever, right? And then they attack that new approach with the same am- amount of ferocity or whatever <laughs> as they did the first one. I, I have a lot of love for that. But the problem is it's annoying, It's annoying to be around someone who's doing something if you already know, when you already know that it's not really even going to help them accomplish their goals or they're not even clear on their goals. It's much more satisfying to help them edit the goals than it is to watch them do something that you know and they haven't figured out yet is not really in line with what they want. It's sad, really. I mean, it's it's, it's like an engineering problem where you... You know all of the constraints already, and you're just watching. <laughs> you're just watching someone implement a bad solution that they don't know is bad yet. <laughs> like, oh no, no, you need to, you need to. It needs to be twice as thick. No, 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 we're good. We're gonna build it with this. All right, and then it falls after they build it. I mean, honestly, and they're like, it should have been twice as thick. Whatever the it is, all right, some imaginary yeah, no, part of the building. No, for sure. And it's like, dude, I was trying to tell you when you were on the beginning stages, it needed to be twice as thick. That's how it is. Uh, that's how a lot of, you know, not just dome stuff, but in general, things where people are not valuing uh, knowledge or expertise when they should. Whenever you see someone building something like that, it's just like, dude, you already know on day one, and I already know this is not going to stand. <laughs> and I'm just watching the whole seven-day process with people hopeful, you know, they got a little spark in their eye. <laughs> this just might work. You're like, I don't want to be a bummer, but it's not going to work. And then day seven comes around. It fell. We don't know what happened. Well, do you want to know what happened? No? You want to just build it the same way with the same mistake again? All right. How many times can you watch that and stay sane? 
you know Jesus, but that's life <laughs> and the funny so that's why i focus so much on the chef shit because i would rather watch myself fuck up and then edit and then try again and then i fuck up and then i edit and try again and then i succeed and then i try something new and then i fuck up and then i edit i'd rather watch myself go through it than watch other people go through it if they're not going to listen to any of my advice if they're not going to listen to any of my advice i don't want to watch you build your shitty whatever the fuck you want to build just so that i can watch it crumble <laughs> seven days later it's oh, not man. satisfying instead i'll advise you or if you don't want it I'll just fucking leave it alone and let you deal with your own disaster. And it's depressing, but I think it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, uh, oh, geez, what's so funny is, you know, if you want to get shit done here in the dorms, you got to live here in the summer. If you live here in the summer, no one will give a fuck about what you're doing, bro. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I remember talk, that garden, <laughs> the garden you were doing. Yeah, that was so, that would be savage if you did that now. If you just started planting shit <laughs> oh, and people man. didn't know about it and it was somebody else's dome and watering it with your own irrigation. <laughs> Do you think about it? I even lived there. Yeah. And there was no problem. <laughs> it was no problem. Imagine we even got lived. a Turkish delight or whatever it was called. The Turkish tea. Yeah. What was that shit? That, uh, yeah. 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 Dude, but you know that I think there's a lot in that. And I think that like, you know, come this summertime, it's going to. It's going to come, but rest assured, it is going to come. Yeah. And that is inevitable. So are do you have, like, what, basically what my plan of action for the ne these next, this school year is how am I going to prepare myself or I can best utilize this space in the summer for projects, for art, for um, therapy. Yeah. You know, and for community as well. and yeah. And also... And, and in a way, it's like, you know, a lot of people are pro might go might be going back home for the summer for sure, you know. A good so majority. the subleasers are gonna come in. But here, but here's the thing: that's where, uh, you know, I would feel like if I had the capacity to kind of like be as like, like the kind of like, I hate to say it, but the person in charge in a way, you know yeah. what I mean? At least for like one of the people in charge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like just a one layer of structure. That's it. Yeah. You know. Well, what would you do? You have anything in mind for um, what that role would entail? It would be, you know, uh, organizing work parties once a week. Um, and you know, in the summer, there's just a lot of things you have to do. Um, even if it's you know, we just meet up and it's just con there's like a lot of meetings. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. constantly meeting and checking, doing work and then, but small, but it's like not, not like a fucking like, not, not like a fucking meeting, like where it's like 30 minutes about like, <laughs> I mean, what's one thing we talked about? Like getting the list of people's names for like some orgs. We talked, like we talked like fucking like an extra 30 minutes about one small detail thing. I don't know. Like. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like just simple things like and then like later we could like once we're hanging out and shit, we could talk about, oh, yeah, like I didn't feel about this. And like meetings should be like only like limited to just are the fucking tasks done? Yes or no. And like, like, how are we going to get it done? You know, anything that's like social justice related is like has to be like dealt with. I mean, fuck, see, that's a problem. And it's like, oh, so it's like my, like, oppressions and shit is, like, not important enough? That's the mm. problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you can't add structure. <laughs> you can't add a, a hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, that argument kills everything else. So, so there we go. You don't have enough time for my oppression? <laughs> Well, yeah, there's always enough time, but there's also the fact that, um, yeah, there's, there's, there are a couple of inefficiencies here and there. I agree with you, but, um, I see what you mean. It might be interesting to do work. It might be more interesting to do work over the summer and then just run it how you would like than trying to do it now 
when there's going to be so much resistance. I just say this. As a fucking community, before summer hits, we should implement a plan for subleasers and implement also a responsibility list as if, if you're going to live here, you have to do these things. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't do these things, like, you know, fuck it. We'll just be like, okay, we'll just give you, we won't give you a deposit. Like, we'll yeah. only give you like, we'll keep $10 of your deposit. No, the whole thing. All or nothing. That's the norm. <laughs> Honestly, fuck it. That's the norm. It, it's really not even, it seems extreme because people haven't been doing it. But it's pretty normal for you to be like, you know, you want the pillow? Yeah, please, dude. My fucking neck is... Oh, shit. Yeah, and uh, for everyone listening back home, um, I'm on a hammock right now, and I dropped my pillow. Thanks. Um, but what if we just did that for ourselves at the domes? It's like, if you, did that, if you didn't show to, like, these many work parties, you know, then, uh, or meetings or cook nights, then uh, you don't get your deposit back. Yeah, I think that... Um, People would say no to that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some things that are more important than others, but especially the things that cause people a lot of stress, like the moving stuff. You got to make sure. I, I, I think that one thing, if I'm around during the summer, um, I would like to be a part of the like walkthrough for the checking out. Like, it, it would be nice if there was a clause uh, that said something like, if the domies don't think it's clean enough, you're not getting your thing back, so you better impress them <laughs> with, like, how much you've moved your shit out. And if not, then it just is what it is. I think it's just, like, getting people who, like, are fucking similar. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like I don't... I, I, I think that because of the old domies, like, they were going to leave. They really didn't give a fuck who, like, came in the dome. <laughs> think about it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, I don't give a And fuck. also, I think it's been going on for a while. I think it's a baby haze thing where everyone moved into a shitty situation, so they want to leave it shitty. This time, like, other people, <laughs> <laughs> like, these new domies, a lot of them are going to bring in some like-minded heads. Mm. So I may not even have the opportunity to. Uh, that may have been my summer. Yeah, there might not, no nobody's getting <laughs> shit done anymore. <laughs> They're like, yeah. we're putting this uh, the recon on you. <laughs> Unless you get some kind of a social justice face tattoo, that's it. You're gonna get oppressed. <laughs> you're not oppressed. Well, you're gonna get oppressed. <laughs> dun dun dun. Yeah. Now people are people have you know they they come from a good place. Honestly, it's just. Uh, and I'm going to keep saying it again and again, but it's just an efficiency thing. It's just an effectiveness thing that disturbs me. It's not so much that I think people are trying to be um, whatever they might, people might assume they're trying to be. But I, I think it's, uh, they just, it's just implementing things in weird ways because it's very difficult for somebody to verbalize a criticism depending on who they are. So you end up filtering out bad, I mean, good arguments. If you say, as soon as you say, you can't say something because of who you are, then what if they were going to say something that was going to help you? <laughs> now you just eliminated somebody who was trying to help your ass out. <laughs> so it's kind of like, like I, I remember, um, so I was a part of this uh, African-American group at De Anza, which I... <laughs> I always I always call any African American group the Black Club, but I, I forgot the exact name of it. But anyhow, I was in the Black Club and we were having a discussion, and this always comes up in my view. I've seen it come up many times. I should say it this way: I've seen it come up many times in the Black community, which is that white people can't be a part of our squad, basically. And I said, well, I'm sure there's some things that don't depend on race that um, a white person could do just as well. And if we're the ones uh, in charge, then they will be working for, toward our best interest. So isn't that something we should want? And they say, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. So I said, okay, how about this? Let me give you a scenario. We're, let's say we're throwing an event. We plan the event. Um, we set everything up if that's important so that it's exactly as we would like. But then... We have to hang up posters to advertise the event. Now, this has once we design the posters, 
even if we say exactly where to hang them up, right? Even if we have someone, a black person walking with a team of white people so that they can all hang them up in mass and then it saves us time and energy. Why is this not seen as a good move on our part? Having someone, anyone really, it doesn't matter who hangs up a poster, anyone who's willing to help, help. Who like a white person? Help yeah, put up if they're a black white, poster? if they're Asian, whatever, because the the task itself doesn't really involve anything that has to do with race. Especially if you do it at night when no one can see who hangs up the poster. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of having enough bodies to go hang hang them up. And you know what the person who was the head of the black club at the time or one of the leaders said? No, you still don't understand. You still don't get it. So I'm like, okay, I guess I just don't fucking get it. Or you don't fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with this thing at all. In fact, the the bigger your idea is, the more people you're going to need to implement it. You don't want to filter off who can be in that crowd of people. Instead, you should filter for quality of the overall product. And that might involve having like, you know, a black designer design the poster, perhaps, you know, but you don't need a black person to be the one who hits print on the computer and then picks out the papers. That has nothing to do with race. (laughs) It's just a task that needs to be done, which ultimately will advance our cause. And I think a lot of people have this kind of limited mindset when it comes to uh, social justice issues in general, that they care so much about who's doing the thing that thing the arguments that I'm making just they go in the same pile as like what a racist might say in a lot of people's mind. Yeah. Because I'm saying, hey, maybe in this situation race isn't that important. Oh, so you saying you're saying it's the same as a white person for a black person in this society because it's not. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in this situation, it's actually to to your benefit to have a different attitude when it comes to who's doing the work and um yeah it's 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 one of those things where it's kind of hard what i like about the domes about the idea of the domes is that people are trying to live democratically people are trying to make group decisions what i don't like is that people don't seem to care about reasoning as much as they should, if they want to make good decisions, even as individuals, if you want to make good decisions, you should care about reasoning, and you should you should want to know when you're when you're doing. People talk about systemic racism. If you're involved in a system where fallacious thinking is systemic, where it's a part of the the nature of the beast, it's a part of the culture. It's deeply embedded, just like all the shit people say about you know racism, capitalism. That's also true for bad reasoning. Like, are you noticing that what you're saying or what you think has a flaw here, here, and there? And do you want to know if it does have a flaw? Do you want to know? Are you interested in that? You know, and I think a lot of people, the answer is no. So, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't. But, for, just... but, but every once in a while, there's like a golden gem <laughs> <laughs> shimmering amongst the whatever, the dirt. And that's what makes it fulfilling for me. It's like, oh, man, like I'll be super annoyed. And then somebody says something that really inspires me. And I'm like, all right, that's all right. There's some hope left, I guess, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Damn, bro. And, and, and that's, you know, like I've said it, I said it to you before. I feel like we've all. I feel like I've been stressed out more since I've been living here. <laughs> right? Yeah, you have been. Yeah, and 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 you know, I didn't think that would happen. <laughs> I mean, living in a community, right, with dinners and oh my god, this sounds like a paradise. But uh, no, it happened, and I think it happened to a lot of people here too. And um, you can get burnt out. And you know what? It's if we all just fucking took a chill pill, I think everything will be all right at the end of the day. It would be all right. If we all just fucking took a chill pill, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's just too many fucking barriers people want to impose. Barriers that don't need to exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, one persuasive technique, I think, is uh, trying to find out why people are, are the way they are. Because usually what you'll find is that in some situation in the past, it was very useful to have those kinds of uh, habits and attitudes. So even the most annoying people, I have love for them because I'm like, 
I can see why you would have developed in that way. You know, it's almost like I see a tree coming out of the sidewalk at a weird angle or or going over a fence and you're like, oh, that's not the way a tree would normally grow. But But in this situation, yeah, you were trying to get the light. So this is how you just grew. And, And like, you can't hate on somebody for the shape if they didn't really have a choice when they were developing. Uh, the most that you can yeah. ask somebody to do... That's a really good metaphor, actually. You should write that one down. No, fuck that. It's written, it's written on this podcast. That's enough. So um, <laughs> you, sometimes when you're hating on it, like, this is a, you're a fucking weird tree. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> In reality, what you're saying is, you know, <laughs> I don't... I'm not I don't have a full understanding of you. I don't really see why you're like this. And and people will get defensive if you don't understand them. People will say, you know what, this you know he's trying to attack me. When in reality you just might not know. Hey, I don't know. How the how the hell am I supposed to know unless you tell me? You know what I mean? And certain people are trying to bend the truth to such an extent it's hard to believe them even when they are telling the truth. So it's 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 a weird kind of reality that we're always in that we're like, okay, we exist now. Hopefully we'll exist in the future. Definitely we existed in the past, but we don't really know all the dirty details of like what led to what, what was the real reason why, you know what I mean? I ate my first French fry. I don't know, (laughs) but it probably had, it shaped me. And even worse, you go all the way back to like the first, year first month of your life and you're gonna find the first fucking you know when you're in the womb there's shit that happens to you that affects you for the rest of your life yeah so come out a drug addict yeah so i mean small things like that one day at recess at school in the third grade something happened that fucking set you off 15 years later yeah. So you don't really know who you're fucking with most of the time, or th- any of the time. Do you think like you would? Would you want the option of controlling if like if you had the? It was like you had the option of controlling what your life would set up would be like, like as in your adolescence, and then oh, going man. and then going playing like a matrix play button and then going back to it. Yeah. But with all those like adjustments you made. Yeah, I would be interested in it. But it would be, I don't think I would jump right into it. I'd want to look at it for a minute and understand how the system worked. Think about the risks. But yeah, if I could set things up initially different, I probably would go back and try if, if for no other reason than the science of it all. But I'd much rather do it with someone else for a while. Mm. <laughs> like wait till they're 30 and then, okay, you can go back now. Yeah, yeah. And then, but it'll go back in time. So I'll just every day for like a year while you're 30 or something or at that same moment. I don't know how the repetition would work. Maybe someone else has to run it. Maybe you just go back to a baby, but you're born that day. I don't know. Anyhow, I'd rather see someone else go through it because I'd want to see if, if the, I mean, you could do real science that way. That would be transformative, but what we're going to have is probably going to be better than that anyway, like designer babies and shit like that (laughs) might be even better than going back with shitty genes and restarting just to develop the same heart disease. (laughs) Damn, bro. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to, are you going to be living here next year? Probably. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm going to probably be living here next year. Next year is going to be the best one. Shout out to that. Well, it's going to be weird because so many of us are new that it'll like next year, probably the majority of people will be old domies because the new people plus the people who are already old domies. So, uh, the vibe will be different. Most of the people will probably have been in meetings before. Most of the people will win. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a lot of OG domies. Yeah. So, I mean, Whatever that means. Hopefully we're not all burnt out. <laughs> it's like who is gonna take charge of these people, you know. But I mean, um can I be honest with you? I never wanna run a meeting or a social justice check in or be like um like the the note taker. 
ever. Mm. I just mm. don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't have the mental capacity to do that on a Monday. Yeah. I understand. I don't think you have to. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you don't have to. You know what? When someone asks me, hey, Bez, can you do this? I'm just going to be like, no, I can't. Sorry. Yeah, that's it. I always say fucking yeah. Yeah, Just (laughs) say no. You should say no more often. (laughs) Yeah, just say no if you don't, you know, if you're doing other things. I mean, the idea should be that we want it to be done well every week. So if you force people to do it, if you have some kind of a weird thing that tricks people into doing it, it's less likely they'll do a good job. Someone who wants to do it should do it. And there's always going to be someone who wants to do it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, what, 26 people? (laughs) At least, like, four of them are going to want to do it every week. So I don't think anyone should be forced to. Oh, man. So, um, done to go talk about? Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That was the Best Tab podcast. Best Tab Smooth Sailing. The Chef of X podcast. Mmm, delicious. Here's a quick message from our one and only sponsor, True Facts. True Facts. We, we said, said it, it. Therefore, therefore it's true. You know what's good? It's the young sheep. I just wanted to give a quick shout out and testimonial to my brothers at True Facts. You know what I'm saying? True Facts is the only online news source that I can trust. They already figured it out, man. They post real sh** only. The shit I agree with, you know what I mean? You never gotta worry about checking those sources with True Facts. They got it done. Plus, they got some real n****s and bad bitches working up in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to True Facts. True, true facts. facts. We, we said, said it, it therefore, therefore it's true. true.